Starting Monday, February 5th, a portion of Civic Center Plaza between South Riverfront Drive and the Mankato Place ramp entrance will be temporarily closed and is expected to reopen Friday, February 9th. The parking ramp entrance on Cherry Street will remain open. An appeal to the IRS by Governor Tim Waltz and others has been unsuccessful, and Minnesotans who received one-time state tax rebates last year will have to pay federal income tax on them. We've received a final determination that it will be taxable. Says State Revenue Commissioner Paul Markhart. Governor Waltz uttered an obscenity when reporters asked him about it after the news first came out last December, saying the federal government picked an, quote, arbitrary date of May 11th to end the COVID emergency, and the legislature didn't pass the rebate bill until later that month. 8th District Republican Congressman Pete Stuber blamed careless legislative mistakes by the Waltz administration, saying the Democrats' out-of-control COVID spending in Washington went to state capitals around the country and taxing it as, quote, insulting to the hardworking people of Minnesota. State officials say federal income tax on the rebate checks could range from 26 to $286, depending on household income and the size of the rebate received. Officials at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport are reporting an 11% increase in air travelers in 2023. MNN's Brett Palm has more. A total of 34.7 million passengers passed through MSP last year, up from 31.2 million in 2022. The MAX says a 47% increase in international passengers fueled the growth. The report cites growing demand for travel overseas to Canada and warm and sunny destinations across Mexico and the Caribbean. The airlines expect to increase non-stop destinations and frequency of flights for Minnesota businesses and travelers this year. Brent Palm, MNN. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry vetoed Wednesday the city council's ceasefire resolution related to the Israel-Hamas war that was passed last week. Frey says the veto, quote, is just the right thing to do and, quote, comes in spite of support for a ceasefire. I support a ceasefire. I support a return of hostages. I support a two-state solution and I support a vision for a sovereign Palestine and a sovereign Israel. Fry criticized it as, quote, one-sided and fails to recognize the history of Israeli Jews. He says any statement the council makes on this topic should be about extending peace and bringing people together. From what I have seen and what I have read, the resolution uh, uplifts a rightful history and story of Palestinians. What it does also, however, is largely erases that of Jews. The Free Palestine Coalition is protesting outside Minneapolis's federal building at 1 p.m. today in support of the city council overriding Frey's veto. January record high temperatures in the Twin Cities were recorded today, and the warm weather could stick around for the next week at least. Tyler Hazenstein with the National Weather Service in Chanhassen. For the Twin Cities specifically, we have already broken uh, the daily record. Um, The daily record was only 46. We could rise another degree or so, so we'll probably end up somewhere in the low to mid-50s for our our peak today. Hazenstein says it's likely temps hang around until the mid-40s for the next week, but adds a weather system could move into the area that might put temperatures even higher. Temperatures have been reaching the low to mid-50s in central and southwest Minnesota today, breaking daily January records. The effects of El Nino have been drawn out over the course of the season. The combination of 
lack of snow cover, warmer temperatures in other portions of the season, which leads to warmer ground temperatures, kind of all have a part to play. Well, it can't be the cause of everything. It is definitely a contributing factor. Eisenstein expects the temperatures to hang around in the mid-40s, at least for the next week in the southern Minnesota area. Minnesotans shopping for assisted living can now turn to a valuable new resource for help. The state's new assisted living report card allows consumers to look up assisted living residences and find comparative ratings based on resident and family surveys, as well as ratings based on state inspections. Modeled after Minnesota's long-standing and successful nursing home report card, the assisted living report card is designed to deliver useful information to help consumers make decisions about assisted living. Nearly 63,000 Minnesotans live in more than 2,200 licensed assisted living facilities across the state of Minnesota. Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz announced the winners of the annual snowplow naming contest. The winning names in order of vote totals and their future homes are Taylor Drift, District 2, Northwestern Minnesota, Clark W. Blizzwald, District 3, Central Minnesota, Dolly Ploughton, District 1, Northeast Minnesota, Wapihinte, Dakota word for snowplow, is in District 8 in Southwest Minnesota, Beyond Slay, District 4, West Central Minnesota, You're Killing Me Squalls, District 6, Southeast Minnesota, Fast and Flurious, District 7, South Central Minnesota, and Barbie's Dream Plow, Metro District in the Twin Cities. From KTOE Newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson.